So welcome on all of you, squeezed in in, uh, in Brahmandigat. Brahmandigat is uh, on the Yamuna. I guess you already figured that out. And uh, here on the bank of the Yamuna, it's here where Krishna is supposed to have eaten clay. Now, if he did or not, of course, we can debate. But so they say, there is one rumor that Krishna was accused, politics it was, that he had taken clay. Now Krishna said, look, this is absolutely false, you know. And it's just, we had a fight today. And as a result, as a result, they're just all against me. And they're trying to get me in trouble with my mother. That's what they're trying to do. That's what they say, clay. Who would eat clay? <laughs> and then, Mother yourself said, Krishna, even your elder brother is saying it. I'm quite sure you did it. He said, no, no, no. I am your own son. I mean, you don't believe your own son. And then Krishna said, if you don't believe it, then you can look in my mouth. And Mother Yasoda immediately said, open your mouth. <laughs> Then Krishna opened his mouth. And then Mother Yasoda, what she saw in Krishna's mouth, it was just shocking. Srila Prabhupada came here. And Srila Prabhupada, uh, he came here in the winter months. And the devotees were all here. And, you know, for them, even the winter is hot. Right. So they just uh, all jumped into the Yamuna. But then Prabhupada also jumped into the Yamuna. And then Prabhupada also um, took bath and uh, the devotees were pouring water over Srila Prabhupada. So it was very transcendental. And uh, so Srila Prabhupada, when he came out of the water, he began to tell the story about Krishna eating clay and Mother Yasoda looking in his mouth. And just when, when Prabhupada came to the point where Mother Yasoda was looking in the mouth of Krishna, his eyes became big and round because in the mouth of Krishna, Mother Yasoda saw the entire universe. Not only the entire universe, but she also saw, she saw various demigods. Uh, she saw all the personalities in the universe as well. And finally, she saw herself and Krishna in that same universe. And she saw that there she was looking into Krishna's mouth. And she saw in that mouth as well, and there she saw herself again looking into Krishna's mouth. And this just went on infinitely. So it certainly was something extraordinary. What happened to Yasoda then is that she could not, she could no longer process it. She said, what's, what's going on? Am I, 
Am I going mad? How is this possible? I must be mad. But they say, no, I have no history of any madness at all. Why would I just go mad right now? That doesn't make sense. Then she's thinking, well, maybe it's the demigods. Maybe the demigods are doing this. Maybe it's Deva Maya. No, no. It, why? I'm just an ordinary woman. Why would the demigods do this? Then she thought, then, then, is my son not my son? Then, is he maybe actually the supreme personality of Godhead? Am I then not the queen of Vrindavan, not the wife of Maharaj? All these things were like pennies that dropped one after another, one conclusion after another. Am I... Am I not the queen of Vrindavan? Are these not my subjects? In this way, Mother Yasoda, for one moment, realized that Krishna was the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But then, moments later, uh, Krishna was just acting like a child, and she forgot everything. Um, she just forgot. And again, he was her son.
powerful inbuilt sound system <laughs> yes. and uh, from uh, from the Netherlands <laughs> and uh, yes so thank you all very much um, parikramas are are uh, opportunities opportunities to connect um, to connect with Krishna and uh, some of you came because of me uh, I think so <laughs> but I tell you that was only a trick to connect you to Krishna <laughs> so I staged this whole drama so I could bring you here <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, connect you to Krishna because that's really what it's all about. Mm. So many other things are indeed in this world just taking place, like actors on a stage, acting out so many things. Um, what we call life is some sort of drama, some sort of drama. And we get very dramatic about it ourselves also. <laughs> it's like, we are good actors because as we are on the stage, we begin to believe that it's real and we are in the play and we put our heart into everything that's going on. And it's just drama. That's all it is. Um, but these moments here are different because we are in Vrindavan and here we make eternal connections. Uh, and always again and again this distinction between the eternal and the temporary re-emerges in our life. And then the temporary takes over and then we're back, have an eternal moment. Yeah? It's like... So the eternal is really the, 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 yeah, that's the deeper perspective. Um, and of course, eternal, eternal servant of Krishna and nothing else. And yeah, then the temporary is also there. So we are here. It's, it's, uh, Brahmandagat is <coughs> cool. I don't know if you notice it. There's, there's a nice tree. <coughs> Some have the royal balcony edition. <laughs> they are uh, kind of, they've paid extra in the theater, you know. <laughs> That's a, those are expensive seats. Uh, here, you know, here it's El Cheapo. But it's okay. It's, it's all right. right. We manage. We didn't bring a sofa set, at least. So far, I didn't see anyone. It wouldn't surprise me. But, no, we are ready. Vrindavan um, makes us leave material things behind. That is the nature of Sri Vrindavandam. Because material things, they don't work here like they work in other places. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, uh, on my first day, you know, there was a fire in my in <laughs> in the regulator of the of the fan. It's like all oh, the smoke, the whole room filled up with smoke. <laughs> and I go, okay, good beginning. Uh, anyway, we got a new one. But things like that happen in Vrindavan. Uh, I remember that once years ago, I had an office. I was sitting at my desk and I heard a gurgling sound from the electric socket. And then water spurted out. <laughs> and that's only in Vrindavan. Yeah. <laughs> so you wonder. Sometimes in those days I used to think, what's the difficulty? What's the difficulty? Can't they get it together? You know, I mean, come on, it's not so difficult, right? You know, I mean, keep the water and the electricity separated. <laughs> you know, please, you know. <laughs> uh, no. No, that's what we do in other countries, you know. I don't know if you ever in, in your house water coming out of the electric soap. Not normally. Also, we used to have an electric shower in Vrindavan, I remember that. <laughs> that was also very nice. And especially when you were under the water, 
There was no way of touching the tap. If you touch the tap, then you got a big jolt. <laughs> so use a gumsha to touch the tap, but never touch it directly. You learn how to deal with it. But you wonder why. And the reason why is simply because Vrindavan is not meant. It is not meant for comfortable material life. It's not meant that material life, it's not meant to work here. So even, they try hard, they try hard, but it always collapses, you know. I mean, I saw electric cables and I saw a monkey attacking the electric cable and chewing on it. I was thinking, whoa, we're gonna get a roasted monkey. But, but he was fearless and, and destroying the cable. Uh, that is Vrindavan. And why? Yes, because this place is simply meant for returning to, to basics. Huh? Not preoccupying ourselves with so many material things, um, but just focusing on Krishna. So yes, I could have called a meeting anywhere in the world, I guess. I mean, you know, you would probably have come. If I would have called you to New York, you would have probably come to New York. And, you know, we could have sit in Tompkins Square Park. And that would have also been nice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Vrindavan is, is the place of our roots. You know, this is where we all connect. Um, here, here we return. Yes. This is where we return. This is where we are, are at home at Krishna's feet. So that's my aim. Um, my aim of this parikrama is let's have some time with Krishna and let us just uh, try and become stronger, stronger in our commitment. Srila Prabhupada wanted devotees to come every year to Mayapur and Vrindavan and he started the Mayapur Vrindavan festival and the Mayapur Vrindavan festival was a uh, it was a must because Srila Prabhupada wanted it so everyone would go and the devotees had to go there was no choice and they would come with a whole plane and uh, in those days most devotees were temple devotees eh? so they all came on the plane and then they, at one year, I remember from America, they arranged a plane and the plane picked up prasadam from the temple. And then over the sound system, it started, Sarira Vijaja. <laughs> <laughs> and they had Guru Puja, everything. You know, they did the whole morning program on the plane. And uh, yeah, so it was very ecstatic, yes. So the Mahaprabhindavan festival, but Srila Prabhupada felt that even while practicing Krishna consciousness somewhere in the world, we may sometimes become afflicted by the material energy because material energy is very strong. And therefore, once a year, at least, we all come to Vrindavan and Mayapur just to sort of wash off that material influence and just back to basics. Krishna's lotus feet, obviously. That's, that's basics, right? 
I mean, really, like the absolute base level, really. Not base level, but absolute base level is at Krishna's lotus feet. They're pretty absolute. Um, and so we bow down, manmana bhava madbhaktu majaji mam namaskaru bhakti janal priyosime. So, due to circumstances, I put the parikrama a little earlier, and radastami, and uh, of course, you all thought, wow, radastami and Vrindavan. You didn't fully realize how hot it would be. <laughs> uh, I knew, of course. And uh, anyway, so I tried to keep this parikrama as comfortable as possible. Um, but, you know, drink lots of water. And uh, dobs are good because they have uh, electrolytes, you know. And if you start to feel not well, let us know. We'll buy you something, uh, some electrolytes to pep you up. Um, and if some, if it gets too much, stay home for a day. That's fine. You know, it's it's not a kamikaze mission, spiritual life. Yeah, it's not about somehow or other we're going to do it and die for Krishna. <laughs> no. Let us live for Krishna. Let us live a long life and serve Krishna. And let's serve Krishna in a very natural way. So, uh, here seated under a tree or hanging over your balcony. Uh, it's like the whole half the Czech Republic is up there. <laughs> With a translator and everything. Uh, uh. Dobrodan. <laughs> Dobri. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay, very good. Yes. It's nice in Czech. And you should visit the Czech Republic. They're nice devotees. It's the first place I ever went after taking sannyas, somehow or other. Um, Someone went in a car and said, and the car, a car stopped. I was in Radhadesh with my new danda. And this car stops, someone comes out, bows, bows down, says, I'm going to check. Do you want to come? I said, okay. Krishna tells me I should go to check. So I did. And later I got so many disciples there. <laughs> and, uh, but then in so many countries. It all came by Krishna's arrangement. Uh, South Africa, I never thought I'd go to South Africa. But, but then Krishna arranged it. And uh, became my second home. And, um, so like this, we can all see how Krishna is in control in our lives. Here at Brahmandagat, we can meditate on Krishna. Now, I told you the story, and now let's get a little philosophical about it. If you think about it, here is Krishna, and in his mouth, 
He's showing the whole universe. Now Krishna is inside the universe. So he shows the universe and at the same time he's in the universe. Now the universe is also Krishna's energy. Right? So here is universe. We're doing some mathematics now. Pay attention. <laughs> Here's universe. Right? Okay. And there's Krishna. And this universe is all Krishna's energy. So is it that Krishna that Krishna plus universe is God? If this universe is also divine energy, then you have a big mathematician behind you if you need some help. <laughs> need some help. He can help you. Krishna plus universe then should be God. But some or other Krishna Although he's walking around in the universe, the universe is also his energy. So this is totally bewildering. How is it possible? If, if, every, if Krishna is the Supreme Lord, how can he walk around in the universe? You see, that's what we're getting from this pastime. Now this is the, the very first verse of Srimad Bhagavatam. Jamadiyasiyatongviyatitaratascharteswabhikisaratteneebramaridayaadikaviyemuyantiyatsuriyah. So it describes that Krishna is the source of everything, right? Janmadi is the source of everything, and yet he is everything. So, so many things exist separate from Krishna. Here's a Yamuna, there's a bank. Where are the cows? There were cows there. They have walked away. Okay, the cows went there. <laughs> and uh, anyway, some trees, this, that. Here is, is is the Yamuna. You can board a boat from Vrindavan and come here by boat, actually, to this Brahmandagat. We did also. You can even go all the way to Matara, but it takes three hours. It's very nice. I used to do. But then everyone wanted to be in my boat, and there were too many people. <laughs> so I stopped. But earlier, when I didn't have so many people with me, then we would all go in one boat and just go to Mathura and have Kirtan the whole way. It was very nice, very sweet. But here at Brahmanagat, um, we see how Krishna manifests the whole universe and yet the universe is within him at the same time. Mathematically, it's not logical. Here's the universe, there's Krishna, and yet it's all one. It doesn't look like two. Looks like two. Doesn't look like one. Looks like two. There's a universe, there's Krishna. Looks like two. No, it's one. How is it possible? Not possible. It is not possible. There's two. Yes, but he's one. So that is the nature of Krishna. This is the inconceivable nature of Krishna. This is Achincha Beda Beda Tattva. This is simultaneously one and many. That is what we're seeing here. So this Brahmandagat is the place of Achintya Beda Beda Tattva, which is the philosophy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Right? That is the central part of Mahaprabhu's teachings, Achintya Beda Beda Tattva. Here we see it with our own eyes. And if you don't believe it, that Krishna is simultaneously one and many, just come here and remember that Krishna is in the universe and the universe is also within him. And how is it possible? 
So he's one with the universe, and yet, clearly, also, there's a universe in Krishna. I hope you got my mathematics. <laughs> I think the mathematician was nodding from, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, but I don't, <laughs> everybody else is not sure. <laughs> mathematics is such a subject, right, that as soon as you start, people will get lost, you know. In school, Pythagoras, Pythagoras, A square plus B square is Z square. <laughs> Never fails to put us to sleep. Yes. Um, but Krishna makes mathematics um, very interesting by taking, by showing that the universe is within him, and yet he's in the universe. He shows how he's transcendental to the, to the laws of this world. You're not bound by laws like we are. So on our journey today, we'll go also to Rawal, which is the birthplace of Srimati Radharani. Um, here in this area is also Gokul, the place where Krishna appeared. There are many nice places. There is another Raman Reti. We have our Raman Reti in Vrindavan, where our temple is. But there's also a Raman Reti in, uh, here in this area. And Raman Reti means uh, very nice soft sand. And, and they have cows, and they have elephants, and they have lots of people. <laughs> so that's why we're not going there. It's totally packed. It's already a little packed here. And then, in Gokul, in the birthplace of, of Krishna, there, or in the Vrindavan birthplace of Krishna, and where he grew up, there are so many pandas who will ask us for donations and all these things. That's why we also decided to, uh, let's just carry straight on to Rabal. And there is a temple, the as Krishna appeared in Gokul, Radharani appeared nearby in Rawal. And there in Rawal is a temple, and opposite of the temple is a garden with nice trees for shade. <laughs> That's why we thought. And it's close to Radhasthani, so we thought, let's go there and carry on our meditation uh, a little bit, a bit more kirtan, a bit more... Uh, so. This is only our entrance point today. Uh, I guess, Rawal, another half an hour on the bus. Of course, it takes you half an hour to get on the bus. <laughs> but, of course, if you would just get on quickly, that would be, that might save some time. That's a good idea. So. Don't go buy all kinds of souvenirs and this, just get on the bus. That's the same stuff you can buy in Vindal. <laughs> so, we'll go to Rawal, and that will be uh, our main stop today. Uh, this is simply our opening of our Parikrama. Um, our first steps here in the Holy Dawn. And, and why here? The answer is, why not here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
this is a place where Srila Prabhupada took his bath in the Yamuna. So that in itself is already enough for us to uh, to put the water on our heads. This is the place where Krishna supposedly uh, took the took clay. Hmm. Now there is a debate about this. Right? Krishna said it's a lie. Krishna says it's absolutely a lie. Balaram said it he did eat clay. So now my question is to all of you, did Krishna eat clay or did he not eat clay? So I first want all the naysayers who said Krishna did not eat clay, it's false, who are on Balar who are on Krishna's side. Are you on Krishna's side or on Balaram's side? So if you're on Krishna's side <laughs> Okay. Just so those who say Krishna ate clay, you, you wait. <laughs> Those who say Krishna did not eat clay, raise your hand now. Okay, any more hands? Any, any hands? Krishna did not eat clay. Okay, okay. And now all the clay, uh, the clay supporters. Uh, they're against Krishna. See, you see that? <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate it, you know. Those who said no, they stand up for Krishna, you know. And, but all the others are against Krishna. Now, Hari Namananda, you said no. I saw it. All right. Have you got a sound system? No. Okay. Well, then come a little closer. Just come to the crowd. Because I have a sound system. And you're going to tell us all why... You think that... No, 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 a little closer. You can sit on the lap of... Uh, he has a big lap, you can see. Very, very soft. He is just like a sofa. <laughs> he is. <laughs> He's the kind of... It's kind of lap anybody would like to sit on his lap. Okay. <laughs> Why do you think that Krishna did not eat clay? So um, you said that everything is already in Krishna, so it's already there. And he's in the universe, and he's eating the clay, but it was already there, the clay. They didn't eat it. It was already there. What came first, the clay? <laughs> what came first, the clay or Krishna? <laughs> smart. <laughs> Very smart. Okay, you t yeah, you're explaining what he says. No, no, no. But, you know, like... Look, you know, Mother Yasoda, Krishna said you can look in my mouth and see if there was any clay. Well, she saw universe, you know. Did she see clay? <laughs> she just saw the whole universe, right? So, what are you talking clay? She just saw the universe, you know. Ah, there's clay in the universe. <laughs> ah. Okay, okay, okay. I see. I see. Yes. But did they eat it? 
Uh, <laughs> now, this, he's from Sweden, and this, the Swedish people, they are philosophers. Okay? Uh, our, the best of all Swedish devotees is our Smita Krishna Maharaj. And once in a meeting, I was sitting next to him, and on the other side of me was the European Minister of Communication. He was very serious. He took a computer, and there was a slideshow scrolling 25 ways to have a more effective meeting during the meeting. Then he takes a piece of paper and he writes on there, full A4 size, in big letters, he writes, don't forget to think. <laughs> then I see on the notepad of Maharaj, don't forget to think, question mark, under it, why think, question mark, under it, just remember under it, Krishna. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> He's scratching his head over that one. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's not so easy. Um, so, somehow or other, Clay, Krishna, whether he ate it or not, we can argue about for a long time until the cows come home. Right? They're gone, you know. <laughs> but eventually they're coming home. So we could, but then uh, we might miss our next destination. So I think we will accept it for now, since everybody says it. The majority says, hey, Clay, sorry, Harry Namananda, you know, <laughs> you can cry on his shoulder. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> you can look in his mouth and see if you can find some clay. <laughs> a mother with a beard. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But anyhow, it's very nice. Here is is a, a place where Krishna playfully, um, playfully reveals his transcendental glory. And here is a place where we can playfully explore Krishna's transformation. And so, uh, we thank all of you for coming and for spending some time. Um, it's very nice. Um, I really wanted to do this, spend time with you. So I'm, I'm so glad you made it. And I know some of you went through a lot of trouble to get here. But your kindness upon me. Hare Krishna. So let us all go back to our vehicles and just in half an hour, before you know it, we are back there. Um,